Hello and welcome to the Fit and Free podcast. This is a podcast for women who want it all, to feel strong and confident in their bodies, as well as enjoying a sneaky mug on a Friday night. I'm an exercise physiologist and sports nutritionist here to teach you how to achieve your body goals without food and your body controlling your life. So let's jump in. Hello guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Free podcast. Today I have a special episode and I'm answering all of your questions from Instagram. I'm going to be doing a weekly question and answer box on the gram and then I'm going to answer them here on the podcast. So if you have any questions that you would like me to answer, make sure you jump over to Instagram and ask away. No question is a stupid question and I would love to see some fun ones as well. So let's dive into the questions. Question number one is, is it okay to have higher calorie days? Not like a binge, but a lot. So my question to this is then to you is, what is your goal? Because at the end of the day, if you want to lose fat, then you need to be in a calorie deficit. If you want to maintain your body fat percentage and you want to work on changing your body composition in terms of getting some lean muscle then you'd need to be eating at maintenance. If you really want to be maximizing your muscle tissue and your growth, then you need to be eating in a calorie surplus. The problem is, is lots of people just wing it. And if you don't understand macros and if you don't understand energy expenditure, then it's going to be a bit of a mind fuck for you. Because what happens is then we get up in our heads being like, am I eating too much? Am I going over my calories? Am I going to reach my goal? Like, what do I even eat? What am I supposed to eat? And all the questions that come with that. So to answer this question is, is it okay to have high calorie days? Well, it depends on what your goal is. If you're eating at maintenance and, you know, you're doing more exercise on a certain day, then absolutely it's okay to eat more because you're burning more. However, if you're sticking in and trying to lose weight and be in a calorie deficit, it might not be okay to eat more on other days. So make a plan and stick to it. Know your numbers, know how much you need to eat in at a maintenance phase, in a deficit phase, and in a surplus phase. And work on your mindset every single day. The next question is, I reached my ideal weight. Woohoo, celebrating you. Any advice on how to increase my calorie intake? Try to just to maintain question mark. Well, absolutely celebrating you for reaching your goal weight. That's super exciting for you. And now it's the fun bit of learning how to maintain your weight. And that is, for me, it's my favorite thing to do is eat at maintenance. So yes, what you have to do is you have to find your maintenance calories. Know though, if you go from eating in a deficit to then eating at maintenance calories, you'll probably see an increase in the scale and you might feel a little bit more bloated and your body might be holding onto more water. This is because when we increase our food intake again back up into maintenance means we're eating more carbohydrates, which means the body holds onto more water. The other thing with this is you're literally eating more food. So there's more solids inside of you that are going to be contributing to your weight. So just because we see an increase in the scale doesn't necessarily mean we've increased body fat. It's very normal for the scale to go up just a little bit when we go back into maintenance. The difference is though, if you continuously see the scale then go up, up and up, 
is then that's a sign, okay, you're not actually eating at maintenance calories. You're now eating in a surplus. The next question is, how do I let go of guilt for missing a workout? I love this question because it resonates with me so much because I was that gal that was like, oh my God, I feel so bad about not having a workout, not going to a workout. I used to be the person that would go out for cocktails on a, you know, a Saturday afternoon, hadn't been to the gym yet, make an excuse up to my friends and being like, oh, I have to leave. I have to like go to do some stuff at home. But secretly I was going to the gym. <laughs> so I solely see you right now because I know exactly how you feel. So What you have to ask yourself is what are you making it mean about you? Does that then mean that you're never going to see results? Does that then mean that you're a complete failure? Does that mean that you're not good enough? Does that mean that you're never, ever going to lose weight? And then you have to question that. Is that even true? (laughs) And then what I like to say is you've got to be a detective to your own self because our head is full of limiting beliefs. If you have never heard of a limiting belief before, all a limiting belief is, is a belief is a perceived truth. Just because we say something to ourselves doesn't necessarily mean it's true. And when we get caught up in a limiting belief, i.e. if I don't work out six days a week, then I'm not going to reach my goals, the same as what I used to believe, is then we go into these self-sabotaging behaviors of then that goes into, I'm never going to reach my goals. I'm not good enough. What's the point? I'm working so hard and I'm not getting anywhere. Self-sabotage. Because then what you have to do is you've got to build evidence on the fact that it's not true. And there is so much evidence right in front of you that it's absolutely not true. Take myself for an example. This morning I woke up and I was so sore from training two days ago. Like I haven't had bench press in my program for a while and I put bench press back in my program and oh my God, my chest was so sore. I was also doing some eccentric chin-ups, so like lowering five seconds off the bar and God, my lats are still sore. I can feel them right now. And I rolled over to Neil's and I was like, I'm so sore, I really don't want to train today. And he was like, oh my God, me too. So what did we do? We went for a walk instead. The difference is that I've come to a place where I've been able to build trust. I've been able to see results from building consistency and, you know, building the consistency muscle and just showing up for myself over time. Of course, you haven't got that evidence for yourself yet because you haven't been able to see the results that you actually want. So that's when you get to look at other people and being like, oh my God, she's not like perfect and she's getting results. And that person is, you know, what is she saying is consistency, consistency, consistency is the way to get results. You get it yet? (laughs) So that's it. That's what you have to do. You have to build a case on overcoming these beliefs that we have working out and proving that they're not true. Because until we can prove that they're not true, you're going to continuously feel guilt for missing it because you perceive it as bad. If I don't go, then something bad is going to happen. Until we can change the story of if I don't go, then that is okay, is when you're going to be able to change the guilt. So what we have to do is change our beliefs and our thought patterns in order to, oh, if I miss a day, it's fine. I'm just going to go the next day and move on. But the biggest piece here as well is I do have to mention it's the difference between, okay, are you not going because you're comfortable in bed and you're cozy and you're warm and you're 
ultimately, quote unquote, being lazy. And it's that place where you're like, you've told yourself that you're going to go and you've promised yourself like, oh, I have to get up on Monday. I have to start this. I have to go and I have to do this versus I'm acknowledging that I am tired and I am fatigued and I actually need to rest and I'm not going to go. Because the difference is if you're being lazy and you're not building self-trust and you're not acting in integrity and you're not following through on the stuff that you want to say, you're going like not following through on the things that you say you're going to do, then absolutely get your butt out of bed and go. However, because then I believe that you probably should feel guilty about doing that. However, if it's coming from a place of like you work freaking hard, you're training like seven days a week and your body is tired and you need to have a rest, absolutely have a freaking rest. Okay. That is the vibe. We are here to be driven. We're excited. We love working out. However, we don't need to feel guilty if we're missing a day, especially if we are showing up for ourselves all the time. So find evidence. Find evidence of why it's not true. And then the last thing, this actually ties really nicely into the exercise question because the last question was, how do I let go of food guilt? So guys, this is exactly the same. It's coming down from our rules that we have. And these rules are ultimately limiting beliefs again. So these limiting beliefs, let's think about where they came from. And that's what you have to kind of unpack. Where did I learn that carbs were bad? Where did I learn that I could only eat 1200 calories? Why do I believe that's true? Where did I learn it? Because at the end of the day, everything that we have in our brains is something that we've learned from someone. And the fitness industry is huge for conditioning us, right, on you can only eat 1,200 calories in order to lose weight. You have to eat low carb. So, of course, we're going to believe it. So then, of course, every time we eat carbs is then we're going to feel guilty about it. So see what I mean in terms of, okay, we actually have to change what we actually believe about the carbohydrates in order to then be able to let the food guilt go? Because until we're able to say carbohydrates equals energy for the body, then you start to think and tick and you be like, oh yeah, carbs are energy. Carbs are a good thing. My body needs energy. I'm going to eat those. So until we can change that story, unless it's still going, oh my God, carbs are bad. Carbs are going to make me gain weight. Carbs are going to, you know, put weight straight to my hips equals guilt every single time. So can you see how we need to change the story? We need to change the narrative on our actual beliefs in and around food to order to fully let this guilt go. So that's what I want you guys to reflect on if you're struggling with the guilt is what are my current beliefs around food? How am I currently feeling when I eat certain things, when I eat donuts, eat cookies, eat brownies? Like, how do I feel? How does it make me feel? Does it make me feel good? Does it make me feel bad? Does it make me feel guilty? Then what we need to do is, again, it's finding evidence, finding evidence that our belief systems are not true. So look at everyone around you eating carbohydrates and not gaining weight. It's right in front of you. You just need to start looking and listening and seeing and then acting, implementing and integrating the practices of then eating carbs, being fucking terrified and then learning that it's okay to then fully change the story. Because it's one thing changing your beliefs, but it's another than acting through it, sitting in fear, sitting in discomfort, sitting in overwhelm, and then being like, oh my God, it's okay. (laughs) 
So that's it, guys. That's it for the four questions that I got sent through today. Like I said, make sure you send through your questions. Send me some fun ones. Send me some about life, about, I don't know, relationships, whatever you want, right? Let's have some fun. Let's talk about some juicy stuff. And like always, I appreciate you. I really appreciate you guys being here. If you have time, can you please write me a review? It really helps the podcast. I really, really want to help as many people as I can because we need to move through this food guilt. We need to love our bodies. We need to focus on, you know, getting strong and acting from a place of self-love rather than self-hate. So the more people that can hear the message, the better. Thank you again. I love you all and I will see you.